0: that's solid that's not veneer that's solid stuff progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers discounts not available in all states or situations there he goes one of god's own prototypes a high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production too weird to live and too rare to die Hello, everybody. This is a Conspiracy Guru coming at you again. Before we get started tonight, i got a little story to tell you. If you remember, a couple shows ago, I did a show on Scientology, and me and my friend were at a flea market, and across from us was a booth for Dianetics. And Dianetics died out a long time ago, and there they were, giving stress tests and selling L. Ron Hubbard books. And towards the end, or while we we're there, my uh, friend looks at me and goes, Look at that woman over there. She's acting so weird. I'm going, That's because they're from Dianetics. Don't you know? Haven't you ever heard of Dianetics? He goes, No. But towards the end, the guy comes over to talk to us, and I was going, Oh no, he's coming over here. And we just chatted about the weather, and I'm going, Okay. Well, enough of that. we got to get on with this show. This show is going to be part history lesson and part conspiracy tale. It is called Pennies from Heaven, the Lincoln Conspiracy. Back in the time of the Civil War that was raging on, President Lincoln was the commander of the North, and Jefferson Davis was the Confederate leader. Today, we think that Lincoln was a popular president. Truth says that he was hated by people north and south of the Mason-Dixon line. Abraham Lincoln was born February 12, 1809, in Hodgeville, Kentucky, on Sinking Springs Farm. He was the second son of Thomas and Nancy. He was a direct descendant of Samuel Lincoln. Lincoln's grandpa was Captain Abraham Lincoln. The captain moved his family to Virginia in the 1780s. Captain Abe was killed in an Indian raid in 1776. Thomas's Abe's dad watched his father being attacked and killed. Thomas was now head of the family after his father died. He worked at odd jobs to provide for his family. Lincoln's eventually settled in Hardin County, Kentucky in the 1800s. Abraham's mother was the daughter of Lucy Hanks. Not much is known about his mother, Nancy Hanks. Thomas and Nancy were married June 12, 1806, in Washington County. They moved to Elizabeth, Kentucky after their marriage. There they had three children, Sarah, February 10, 1807, Abraham, February 12, 1809, and Thomas, who died as a baby. Thomas bought and leased several farms. The farm Abe was born in was lost because of a land dispute. In 1811, the family moved to Knob Creek Farm, 230 acres of land. In 1815, there was another land dispute causing them to move again. Madam, upset about the lack of security for land in Kentucky, Thomas moved his family to Indiana in 1814. Indiana was a no slave state. They settled in unbroken forests in Harrison Township. They moved here because it was anti slavery. This farm is still preserved as Abe's boyhood home. On October 15, 1880, Nancy's, Abe's mother, died of milk sickness, which left Sarah to do the mother's duties. On December 12, 1819, Thomas remarried Sarah Birch Johnson, a widow with three children of her own. Abe was very close to his stepmom. As a child, Abe hated manual labor and spent his time reading, writing, and writing poetry. Till the age of 21, all the money he made went to his father and family. Abe was a strong, tall, athletic team that was good with an axe. He was a wrestler and belonged to a group called the Clary's Grove Boys. Abe's first girlfriend was named Ann Rutledge. He met her when he moved to New Salem. Ann died at age 22 of typhoid fever on August 25, 1835. In 1840, Abe got engaged to Mary Todd, a wealthy slave-owning family from Lexington, Kentucky. They met in 1839 and broke their engagement, Abe did. They re-met again at a party and got back together. They were married on November 4, 1842. In 1844, Abe and, his, and Mary bought a house in Springfield, Illinois, by Abe's law office. Abe and Mary had four children, Robert Todd, 1843, Edward Baker, 1846. He died of tuberculosis in 1850. Willie, born in 1850 and died from fever in 1862. Thomas, born in 1853 and died from heart failure at age 18 in 1871. Robert was the only child to make it into adulthood and have his own family. Abe's last descendant named great-grandson Robert Todd Lincoln Beck died in 18, 1985. Abe loved being around his children. After death, the death of his sons, Abe was diagnosed with clinical depression and his wife, Mary, was briefly committed. In 1832, Abe bought a small general store in eighteen New Salem, Illinois. Abe in 1832, Abe started his own political career and ran for the Illinois General Assembly. Abe served in New Salem as a postmaster and county surveyor. Abe taught himself how to be a lawyer. In 1834, his studying paid off, and he was elected to the state legislature. He ran as a Whig, for, but the Democrats loved him. In 1836, Abe was admitted to the Illinois State Bar and moved to Springfield, Illinois. Abe spoke out against the Mexican-American War and was very vocal about his hatred of President Polk. In Abe's time as a lawyer, he appeared before the Illinois Supreme Court 175 times, 51 cases. He was sole counsel, 30 of which he won. In January 1860, Lincoln said he would accept the presidential nomination if it was offered. In the following months, he was endorsed to run. Abe ran for the Republican Party. His main political message was anti-slavery. Back then, the Republicans were liberal and the Democrats were conservative. On November 6, 1860, Abe was elected president, 16th president of the United States. June 19, 1862, Abe endorsed and Congress passed a bill banning slavery, the Emancipation Proclamation. Abe gave the Gettysburg Address in 1863. In 1864, he ran for re-election against the U.S. Grant. Abe won his second bid for president. Slavery in the South was on decline. Lincoln had just won a civil case against the Jesuits. The Jesuits were a very powerful force and now were his enemy. Jefferson Davis was a part of this conspiracy. In 1862, they wanted to kidnap Lincoln, But Davis was opposed to the plan. He wasn't until a few years later that his hatred grew and he put his plan into motion. He set up a spy ring in Montreal, Canada, the South Secret Service. It's a rumor, but some think that Lincoln put out a hit on Jefferson Davis. This is the knowledge that made Davis change his mind. Lincoln had set up a trading system with the South. They were profiting from this setup, so all plans were put on hold. General Grant and other generals were opposed to this trading, uh, and they thought it was lengthening the war. When Lincoln handed over the trade to Grant, they reopened the door to the South to take action. They were now losing the war, which meant their pride was hurt badly. John Wilkes Booth was an actor in the South. He and his brother were big hits in the acting circuit. His brother became a bigger star than John, but he didn't care and had another calling. Booth hated Lincoln and blamed him for the fall of the South. Booth couldn't do what he wanted by himself. The Confederacy sent him to Montreal. It was October 1864. The Secret Service in Montreal were funded millions in gold by Jefferson Davis. Booth was given a letter of introduction and met with Patrick Charles Martin. At this time, they were planning a kidnapping for ransom for Confederate prisoners. A man by the name of George Sanders from Kentucky was the driving force behind the assassination. He was in Europe planning the assassination of Napoleon III. When he got back to the States, he thought that Lincoln had become a dictator and would have to go. Booth was given $1,500, which he used to finance the conspiracy. He was sent to Charles County, Maryland on a Sunday. There he met with Samuel Mudd. Mudd introduced him to other conspirators. The war was now winding down, and Booth was putting their plan into action. They met with Mary at Mary Stewart's boarding house, it was part of Sewardville Tavern. The conspirators: David Harold, he escaped with Booth and was also a Confederate agent. Edward Sprangler, the Ford Theater employee who assisted Booth, Lewis Powell, a, alias Payne, soldier turned operative spy. Samuel R. Arnold, a Confederate sympathizer, friend of Booth, recruited for the kidnapping but wasn't involved in the assassination. And he was put on trial. Michael O'Laughlin, friend of Booth, recruited for the kidnapping. He was put on trial. George Azzer wrote, he was supposed to kill Andrew Johnson, the VP, but got drunk and backed out. Samuel Mugg, Confederate sympathizer, operative for Booth. Mary Seward, she was from Seward's Tavern and Boarding House, she hosted the conspiracy meetings. And John Seward, Son of Mary, he was a Confederate operative. The Secret Service of Montreal were going to implore tactics, guerrilla tactics, burn cities, poison the water in New York, and set out for yellow fever and smallpox infections. They failed in all of this. They, the conspirators, were to meet at Mary Seward's boarding house. A man by the name of Albert Pike was an inspiration to them and one of the reasons this was going to happen. Albert Pike is better known as the founding father of the Ku Klux Klan. The first meetings were about kidnapping. All were in favor of it. A few months later, it turned into assassination. They were going to hit Abraham Lincoln, Vice President Andrew Johnson, William Seward, and U.S. Grant. On the night of April 4, 1865, they were, put their plan into effect. The Civil War was just ended. The Lincolns were in a real good Mood when they arrived at the theater. My American cousin was a play on the stage. Stage they got a unreliable guard for Lincoln. He was a, in a bar when he was supposed to guard Lincoln. The guard wa- who was supposed to guard Lincoln that night backed out, and they didn't have any other choice but to use this guy. Booth might have known about this. He came to the theater with one gun and one bullet. If there was a guard, he may have had to use more than one bullet. Booth walked in and shot Lincoln, and with the help of Edward Spangler, got out of the theater. On his way out, he stopped on the stage and shouted a line from an old play, Sic Semper Tyrannius. On May 9, 1865, at the Old Arsenal Penitentiary, the trial for the conspirators started. John Holt was a lawyer, and eight conspirators were put on trial. A $100,000 reward is out for Jefferson Davis, and it's such a shame that nobody cared. The real leaders, Secret Service, George Sanders, Albert Pike, and even Andrew Johnson were involved. Conspirator Lewis Powell tried to kill William Sewer. First his gun misfired, and when he choked him, he failed. Booth thought he had killed him. Four conspirators were put to death and the others were in prison. Twelve days later, Booth was tracked down in a tobacco field and killed. I have heard a story about how Booth survived and lived on. When the officials caught up, they cornered him in a barn. Come out with your hands up. David Harrell came out first and to and to and them told them that Booth wasn't there. The other guy came out, but he was just another fugitive that was wanted. Booth escaped and lived on with his his life, and died in 8, 1903 in Oklahoma of natural causes. There is something important to tell you. Mary Seward was found guilty and hung by the neck. I think she was the first woman to be executed by the federal government. The assassination of Abraham Lincoln was the, the first American president to die. Since then, there have been four more assassinations. The Lincoln Conspiracy mirrors the Kennedy assassination in many ways. The lone gunman theory, the killing of the assassin, both VPs named Johnson, both guilty, both became president. There have been books and movies about this assassination. I hope that I have shed some light on this, and I hope you have enjoyed the show. Adios, amigos. I love you all. And stay tuned for our next show on Robert Kennedy, the other Kennedy brother. Thank you.